Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 450. Drew, halfway to 900. Oh my god. <laughs> for comics originally <laughs> releasing on April 11th, 2018. This is where Drew and myself will slide through everything coming out in your local comic book shops. This coming Wednesday, we will tell you what to pick up, what to save, what to put in a short box, and what you are going to pay off your house in 10 years with. Drew, before we get into what's coming out in those comic book shops, uh, we got some preliminary numbers, some other kinds of stuff, and everything else in the world of comics. What's going on? Um, well, uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've got a review. Yeah, uh, yes, has, absolutely. Has anybody taken the time out of their very busy days to give a little back to yeah. Drew and Kyle with a I review blew, on iTunes? That's me blowing the dust off of the iTunes review, and I found a new one uh, written on March 27th by <laughs> we have it checked. I wasn't here last week, by Ricky Slider, and it says, Keep up the good work. Thanks. Straight to the point. Rocked it. Gave us five stars. And Ricky Slider, we thank you so very much. Of course, all of those things help the algorithms, move us up the podcasting ranks, makes us a little more relevant, and maybe next year, C2E2 will respect us enough to let us come. (laughs) And not put us on a wait list? Yeah, we got... We got the slow no. Drew, Drew and Kyle don't do no wait list. Oh, no. We move on. We get v, we VIP or nothing. We a strong, independent podcast, and we don't need no man. <laughs> that That's cool. Thank you, Ricky Slider. Um, uh, it turns out that some people say that the iTunes reviews actually don't help. I have been told that it's subscribers who help you rise through the ranks. So the more subscribers you have, the higher uh, you come into the algorithm of iTunage. Um, Or maybe it's a combination of the two. So I don't think we've ever asked for subscribers. Um, But I'm sure you subscribe so it just pops into your... Is this where I turn into the YouTuber and I go, and smash that subscribe button, make sure you hit the activation bell so you can know as soon as we upload a new podcast. (laughs) Comments, questions, we'll take them. (laughs) That's right. Okay, we can't do that anymore. We gotta Uh. stop that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, yeah, if you you don't subscribe, if you just go check every once in a while or whatever, um, subscribe. I'm subscribed. Y'all better too. Yeah. Are you even subscribed? Do you know how to do that? I, I know how to hit subscribe. Okay, just checking. What Jeez. No, it was a question. It's a terrible question. <laughs> Sorry. It's a leading question. <laughs> you know, it's a I loaded know you're talking to me. I'm subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just fell off the list. <laughs> yeah. uh, horror Comic Can commented. What? Horror Comic Can. Okay. Horror, that's the guy's name. His uh-huh. handle. Um, welcome to Instagram. Love your show. Definitely one of my favorite podcasts. For the last two or three years. Wow. That's a good run. Nice. We'll take that. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. And yes, we are on Instagram at slash comics for fun and profit. Um, we um, trucking along, adding to our followers, and we appreciate that. I think we're pushing towards 200 there. Um, so Almost caught up with a rock. Very good. Yeah, doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we're right there. Um, and you, we're also on Twitter at slash comics fun profit. And on Facebook, slash comics for fun and profit. So I couldn't get comics for fun and profit as a Twitter handle. 
Um, but you know, at the time, it made sense when you have a character limit to to cut out any nuance. But now that it's two hundred and eighty, we just look like we can't do things. But the same. I, I, I don't. I think I was limited. You're limited by your handle. Ah, there is a handle limitation, so I had to do the best I could. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks, thanks for the welcome. Uh, Instagram has been uh, been fun. A not the pit of of horror that Twitter is or can be. So um, yeah, it seems like a, a, a more loving community. How many uh, Instagram models does Comics for Fun and Profit follow? Oh, a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm trying to convert them all. <laughs> one 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 loving heart at a time i like it uh, yep uh, aaron churchill writes i'm excited for c2e2 had a quick question uh remember you talking about con exclusives mm. i have no idea about those or where i would go about getting them well c2e2 is going on as you listen to this and uh we are not there uh, wah, wah, we're sad I'm but gonna take the uh, on that one. we'll we'll go again uh, in the future um, to to some Eric Eric from Cowabunga and James are over there holding down the fort for us and Aaron Aaron Churchill one of our listeners is going to be there. Um, he could, he asks, uh, can you tell me where where you where you get those? Um, I guess I can ask at the con, but I thought I could reach out as an excuse to say hello. Um, I'm going to be there all three days with my daughter. She's four. Um, and he sent a picture of his beautiful daughter and he, and they're in matching T-shirts in case um, uh, I could find them. But, of course, I'm not going, so I won't be able to. Ah. Um, uh, um, and uh, so one one thing is I, I, already, I already sent him a link to the list of exclusives on the website. You can also download C2E2's ReadPop app. And I think you can click on exclusives there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that jumped out to me was the foil Batman uh, Joel Jones. Yeah, the wedding cover. Yeah. Uh, there's a foil version of that that looks really sweet. 15 um, bucks uh, run there. They'll probably cap you at two. Just grab two. They were, I, I, that kind of thing's a quick flip. I think that's that's the one that's going to be hot. But you never know. Um, yeah. you that can, Deathstroke one might be a two. Um, yeah. A lot of talk on that Deathstroke series. Um, while you're there, you've, if you know you got your Wi-Fi, you know pull out eBay, hit C2E2 2018 exclusive in in your search and see what's popping. Because yeah. um, they'll because because fools will have gotten them early and put them up or knew they were going to get them and, and put them up. So sometimes they're up already. Um, so you can find out which ones the hot hot ones are because you can spend a ton of money. Uh, there. He also says that Joelle Jones is doing a print of her cover, li- limited to a hundred of Ooh. those, and they're going to be forty bucks at forty bucks each. Um, I don't do a lot of prints. That sounds kind of nice, um, and you get to talk to Joelle Jones to get it. So that that's bonus icing, bonus. right there. Yeah, um, I know. I last year I went right to Images Booth. They have a. a so, uh, usually some common exclusives that I uh, I'm a charge grad, and then there's the limited foil ones that they only put out a couple hundred each day on those. Make sure you get those as well. Um, had I been going, I think uh, Greg Horn had a limited C2E2 set of that Batman Who Laughs print that he did that he was going to have exclusively there. I'm, I didn't check since I wasn't going to be there. I didn't check the heat on that. I know his initial run of it without the C2E2 version blew out of here, and that might be something good to look for. 
But but that a hole charges for to sign. If you buy something from him, he'll sign it. But if you just want him to sign a comic that you exclusively have, he will gouge you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As Kyle knows. Didn't I end up buying a comic, a couple of comics, and he signed them for less than what you provided yeah, again, comics? If you, if you buy from him, he'll sign them because you bought something. But if you just have stuff that you've already purchased, he will charge you for signatures. He was one of the very few that does it. and uh, Him and Neil yeah. Adams. Neil Adams is Neil Adams. Gouger. I get it. Neil Why? Neil. He's you know he, he created the industry. He can he can kind of do his own thing, and I'm cool. Grah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but I hope you have a great time at C two E two, and and enjoy yourself and tr- try to. I, hopefully, your daughter doesn't get bored in Artist Alley, but that's that's where the fun stuff happens. Um, but. You know, there's there's lots of cool stuff for kids going on there too. There's like and remember, zones. it's okay to hang out with the cosplayers. You don't have to be like Drew and just curse them at everything because they're in his way. Well, they don't let you touch them anymore. So <laughs> get out of my way. If I can't if I can't touch you, then just if if cosplay isn't consent anymore, cosplay then is not consent. Forget it. Uh, Michael Lamb says, I think the print run is is supposed to be for ASM seven ninety eight. It's supposed to be three hundred thousand. Slot definitely going out on a high note with his last Spidey story. Uh, yes, yes, we uh, we have some news of that coming up. That's that's a good call. Um, and yeah, it's uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's yeah. a bunch. But still get him. Don't 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 don't. Miss yeah, him. just get him anyways. Uh, he also says that uh, Thor starts over in June with a G- with Jason Aaron again, uh, still writing. Um, so. That's kind of dumb, right? Well, no. again, why are we relaunching Thor again? Because now it's not Jane Foster Thor. Now we're, is he still unworthy Thor? Uh, he's got an axe and maybe a hammer on the cover. I can't really tell. He's dual wielding Thor. Yeah. So I mean, we've 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 essentially got a new main character. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. I'll give you a relaunch of that. It's not like your numbering convention ever mattered, anyways. True, yeah. I guess I guess you're right there. I'm trying to drop something into the Slack and I can't. But he he also has uh, an advanced look at Spidey 0801. Um, that yeah, ha- that's a, it's a weird looking cover. It's all red and it's got the the grouping with the the shadow thing. It's compared to the Alex Ross covers, it's a very subdued cover. Well, he's looking uh, at it. He's looking. He's reading into it. Michael Lamb says, "Do we think Spidey dies?" It. it no, but it seems something something somber is going to happen, and something a little less brash. Because, like with all the Alex Ross ones and the, the current ones, they're they're giving you kind of the big splash cover of the big fight and the big action that's happening. And this one, you're getting something fairly generic. Yeah. What well, are you hiding, eight hundred one? Well, yeah, I I read the latest um, Spidey for you know check out Red Goblin and spoiler alert, Red Goblin. I was totally underwhelmed. Oh yeah, a lot of people were impressed. Oh man, uh, maybe I'm just jaded. Then flip yours quickly. I, yeah, I got to get rid of them before I just don't. Uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, he's just—it's just a green goblin. But before he pulls a Thanos Silver Surfer, with something I don't—I won't spoil how. Yeah, but yeah, it's underwhelming for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hope hope. That, that, uh, yeah, we're happy for that. We're happy. That's kind of cool. 
Oh, um, I missed part of Aaron Churchill's uh, message. He said, I also have um, copies of the latest Batman with the Catwoman dress and the Batman tux, thanks to you. I'm ready to get mine signed by Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Good call. Mrs. Jones. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he's saying 300000 on seven ninety we We're hearing Spider-Man 800 is already at 300000 it, and it, and it it's still plenty of time to go on those pre-orders yeah. to come in, so that could be even more. Um, Action Comics one thousand, we're hearing half a million on. <sighs> and those are both six six over six dollar books. Yeah. Um, and then we have another uh, early look at DC Nation, the twenty five cent. Kind of precursor with Ben, the first Bendis, uh, mm-hmm. DC work, and it's uh, supposed to pre-order over a million. We'll never know, though. We'll never the, know. They'll never give us the numbers because it's under a dollar. Yeah, yeah. So that's eh, kind of neat, right? Sure. Still, it's a cool number, even though absolutely we, we don't really acknowledge it. But you know, the action counts. That's mm-hmm. a five hundred thousand is pretty big, yeah. Um, but like, you're hitting a thousand. That's fine. Print print as many as you want. It's all good. You're doing ten covers. That one I get. What do you not get then? Some of these some of these numbers were like, why are we three hundred thousand for this weird Spider Man book or things? But like a thousand, the you know the first book to really reach a thousand, yeah. Print all kinds yeah. of covers. Everybody yeah. should be in on this because more than a speculator thing is what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. got gotcha. you. That's cool. Um, we do have some numbers for March. Um, Before we, we get to... into that, I was uh, visiting Chicago last weekend. I uh, took our boy Wolf's Wolf Warner's advice. I picked up, um, hit a little comic book shop in uh, the Loyola campus in downtown Chicago. Picked up some Moon Knight or some uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. He had some of the the issue twenty eights that were the hot one, and then issue twenty nine. So the omnipotent the omnipotentus first appearance. Yeah, he had, he had two of them in really good condition. I picked up two of those. I picked up a twenty nine. So I'm gonna put those up real quick and see if I can make some money because uh, numbers are high on those. That that's pretty fortuitous. They were they were in the bins. Yeah, yeah, he had them on the rack as this month, last month. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. so the. Those uh, dumb Loyola kids were too busy cheering on uh, with Sister Jean and weren't at the comic shop like they should have been. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, how was the shop? Very small. Uh, just new stuff. No, nothing really old to dig through, but it was a, a neat little thing, and it was nice to What you say on vacation. Called? I can't remember off the top of my head. Wow. Unnamed comic shop. <laughs> Unnamed Loyola, comic shop. Near Loyola campus in Chicago. Exactly. Right beside the bookstore. Sweet. Uh, anything else before I pivot to the March preliminary? No, sorry, I just wanted to touch on no, that. No, it's cool. Tell Wolf thanks for the heads up on those ones as well. So. You didn't officially put it on my carefully crafted rundown of what the show is going to be, so you threw off my perfectly I love shaped... to throw you a curveball and make <laughs> sure you are on your toes, sir. <laughs> um, let's see. Comics overall from March. Or uh, uh, versus versus February um, are up two point nine percent, but February sucked. 
Um, <laughs> so they were up 3% in dollars, 4% in units. Um, <clears throat> trades, graphic novels, up 5% dollars, 4% units. So slight uptick, but a really crappy uh, month to compare it to. Now, March 2018 versus last year's March, comics are down 13% in dollars and about 12% in units. Uh, trades are down 22% in dollars and uh, 25% in units. So, awful. Uh, year to date uh, of 2018 versus 2017. So about a wash in comics. Um, so we're we're about even, and but but trades are down thirteen percent, and uh, in units and dollars. So um, something's going on on the trade side. Could be a lot of these those image hiatuses and things happening. Not a lot of trades coming out. Could could be any number of reasons for that. Um, uh, now we have the first quarter. Of this year versus the fourth quarter of last year, and of course the fourth quarter is much going to be much better. Uh, it's going to be more cool stuff that people are oh, yeah. clamoring for. So we're down eight uh, percent in comics, twenty percent in in trades. Um, kind of a bummer, uh, but so March nowhere is, to go but here from here but up. Nowhere to go but up. Um, Marvel wins the month. In mm. dollars with 35% dollars and units at 38%. Um, DC comes in second place with 31% dollars, 35% units. DC's going to be in trouble here with uh, no metal. No metal? Everything. So. Yeah. They, they, yeah, that's true. That could hurt them. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's really nothing in the wings, is there? Mm-mm. Unless, yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, I image uh, at their standard eleven percent uh, hold on the dollar and unit share, so right around there they're consistent, consistently third. Um, uh, then we have IDW at four percent, Boom at two and a half, Dark Horse two, Dynamite almost two, Viz Oni Valiant around one, and then everybody else makes up that last eight percent of the of the thing. Cool. Now, as we slide down to the top ten, our top seller is Dark Knight's Metal Number Six. We have Doomsday Clock Number Four in second place. We have a Red Goblin appearance, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Seven Ninety Seven, or the we what we thought we were going to get. It didn't yeah, actually, we yeah. It, yeah. Um, so it sold a lot. Weapon H, number one's debut, hits fourth place. Batman 42 is in fifth place. Mighty Thor uh, 705 in sixth place. Infinity Countdown, number one, takes the seventh spot. Batman 43 comes in a couple below uh, Batman 42. They're usually side by side, um, but this one's down at eight. Uh, Oblivion Song debuts at rank nine by Kirkman um, and Batman White Knight takes this number six takes the sixth spot so I'm um, guessing Walking Dead's right there at 11 there you go that's how it normally works um, so what do we think that number those numbers are top two are over 100,000 the rest are not um, Doomsday Clock's gonna be about 140 or 130 Metal's 140 
And you're basing that on five and three's performance. Yep. And the fact they don't lose that much. So no right. way, no way, a hundred thousand on amazing seven ninety seven. There is a way. I am calling it a no. Because it did come out at the beginning of the month, so it was a full month plus all the reorder activity. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Will they count that together? Yes. Yeah, I think they will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think you're probably right. I'm gonna go with. The, I'm gonna agree with you. You're not gonna. You're not gonna grab that third one to be different. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it to be wrong. There you go. That's <laughs> <all I> <laughs> um, now, when we look at the dollar breaks breakdown of the top ten. Um, it's pretty close. The only difference is Daredevil 600 uh, takes the sixth spot. And um, and Walking Dead pops in uh, at the eighth spot of the, um, the the top books by dollars because it's a three ninety nine book now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how that makes... I don't know how that, how that works because... Okay, so Walking Dead 177 is at rank eight in dollars. And Oblivion Song is is at rank nine, and it's it says it's a three ninety nine book, unless it's a two ninety nine book. Is that possible? It depends. There was a cover B for Walking Dead, so I don't know how that's working or if that it's relevant or not. I don't. But okay. But how would it leap Oblivion Song when it wasn't on the sales unit list? How would it be too above? Because Oblivion Song's down at ten. Uh-huh. Walking Dead 177 is at eight. This is in uh-huh. dollars, but uh, but Walking Dead's not on the unit top ten. So beats how me. how does that work? They're the same price. Beats me. That's a weird one. Oh, it's oh, it's, no. No, I was thinking the that uh, those two hundred dollar versions of Oblivion Song, but no. Yeah, that would that would have been different, and that would have been the opposite. Hmm. I I don't understand that. That's confusing. Fuzzy numbers, diamond fuzzy numbers. But that Dare that Daredevil six hundred was a six dollar book, so that makes sense why it creeped up in there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got on the the top trades list. New Walking Dead volume tops the list. I'm guessing fifteen to twenty thousand there. Um, Green Lantern Earth One original uh, hardcover. Uh, that that should do pretty well. Those have been very well received. Then we've got some Rebirth trades, uh, Flash Volume 5, Super Suns Volume 2, uh, then Realm. Realm's cool to see up there. Yeah, is that the, um, who's that, Justin Jordan? Yeah, I'm well, shooting. No, there you go. no, I don't yeah. think so. I can't remember who that is. Uh, I don't even, I didn't even know it had six issues out, or five issues, however many is in there. Uh, then a black science, then the end, the last invincible trade, then a black uh, a, a Batman and Harley Quinn hardcover, then Port of Earth, nice to see that, and a, a Saga Volume Eight, which is the latest but not a new one. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Realm's the one that was by uh, uh, Seth Peck with Jeremy Hahn on art. Jeremy Hahn. Okay, that's it. Yep, that's where you got that. Um, let's see. DC shipped 84 comics, 35 trades for a total of 119 items shipped. Marvel shipped 81 comics and 33 trades 
for 114 and um, that's why there's not a lot of shelf space for everybody else. <laughs> um, Image did pretty good. They have 57 comics and 13 trades shipped for a total of 70. IDW did 40 and 18 for a total of 58. Uh, and then Boom at 34 items shipped, 25 of them comics. Dark Horse did 12 and 14. Man, Dark Horse, Jesus. Uh, Dynamite, 15 and 8. Uh, Valiant, 7 and 3. Uh, Viz just shipped trades. Oni did 4 comics and 4 trades to make the list. That's pretty paltry. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we've got Dynamite. And boom, on the list, right there, um, sandwiching Dark Horse. And that's probably one of the reasons why they're on the premier publisher list now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty neat. <laughs> Definitely. All right. What do we got next? We're going to, we, we done, well, we got a FOC. Uh, Eric, even though he's at COT, CT, COTC, C2E2, even though he's at C2E2, he um, took the time to send us the FOC list. And uh, we want to take a quick look at that, see what kind of stuff is on here. Um, I uh, always love this thing, but I get confused because I forget what I've already ordered. And what I want to pump my orders up on, so uh, I know um I know I've uh, ordered Batman forty six both versions. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not sure if I want to get them both uh, in the DC section. And you know, now that we're closer, we could take a look at some of those covers that might be out to see if they'd be of interest. Um, I, I don't remember, were all the DC Nation Zero issues, uh, various covers shown in previews when it came out? I don't remember that. I don't believe so. So we might that might be something to look into. Um, as we go down, in, if anything's in DC that strikes your fancy, let me know. But I'm going to shoot okay. down to Image real quick. Um, that's kind of where I tend to spend a lot of my moolah um there's a virgin cover of black science 35 i'm thinking about i'm thinking about uh adding copies of death or glory um all three covers um, to have another set of those um there is uh a four issue set of spawn 285 these are matina covers Mm -hmm. um so I was going to get A, B, and C plus the D Virgin cover. Uh, I was thinking about adding that. Sounds kind of cool. Um, uh, checking how, how many of the Sienkiewicz cover Bs Walking Dead I have coming. <laughs> Make sure that's I have enough. You've been getting three on all of those, haven't you? I think I've been getting three, yeah. Um, I just, I'll have to double check and see if uh, if that's what's been coming in. Um, let's see. Uh, Thanos says, "Do you need a fourth print of anything?" I don't think I'm going to do fourth print, but I'm I'm thinking about the Thanos 18 second, second print. print, and I was also thinking about the Amazing Spider-Man 798 second print. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about those? 
I haven't seen a cover if it's anything, but it's probably worth picking up. I don't think you'll lose money on any of those. Yeah. There's a... Uh... Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I want any of those. Uh, the Christopher action figure variants always intrigue me, and sometimes I get them, sometimes I don't. Um, I, I like to know who the action figure is, and yeah. I usually don't during pre-order cycle. So now it's it's kind of a good opportunity to hop in and, and check those out. I did not do that, and I need I need to check out and see who the action figure is. Not much heat on the X-Men Gold with their wedding stuff going on. Um, so that was kind of a miss for me. I was kind of mm. thinking I, I was kind of thinking it was, so I started hopping in on those. Oops. But maybe maybe it'll pick up as when it actually happens. Um, speaking of weddings, do do you think um do you think something's going to happen to derail the Batcat wedding or is it oh, yeah. going to happen? No, no. I don't I don't think we want to see Middle-aged married Batman. So something's going to happen. I'm going to be kind of bummed if that happens. Oh, yeah? Well, that doesn't give me enough time to flip everything. True. So from a perfect, a, a purely selfish standpoint, I need it. I need the wedding to happen and them exist married for an arc. I, I, I can see them going on a honeymoon first. And then it's over. I mean, I'm not a writer here to tell you exactly what's going on, but, you know, I'm sure this will bring the Joker out. But, yeah, I, I just, if the wedding doesn't go off, all my wedding copies and pre-wedding stuff and proposal comics are all kind of going to lose their luster. A little bit. Still be a neat little spot in time, I mean. Yeah, but I don't care about spots in time. I care about quiche. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, no, no, no. I don't see anything else, really. Um, Man, nothing jumped out at me. I'll do a deep dive on those DC covers and some of those Marvel second print covers to see how that what they look like compared to the originals, and um, and then some of those DCBs B covers that we didn't see. See if any of those pop and and look cool. Um, but yeah, a handful of stuff. Not as much as I bought last week. Man, I I, I bought I had a good week last week. <laughs> almost ten things out of it last week. Um, I don't remember there being a Southern Bastards cover B solicited. Was there? Couldn't tell you on that one. So now there is. So I need to check and see if I've got that coming in. Um, so that they they don't come out as often as I'd like. Southern Bastard in general, or just a cover B? They don't do cover Bs that often, I don't think. No, no. Normally it's for a specialty thing. Yeah. Uh, so there's some good stuff. Again, again FOC, um, Final Order Cutoff, um, comes out every every week. It's finalized on Fridays, and um, most comic shops have to have their orders in by noon on Mondays. So if you have an LCS that, that participates and they should um 
you need to uh, make sure you, you get your order into them pretty early on Monday or Sunday if they're open. Um, otherwise, you're going to miss the boat. Um, now, uh, the, the cool thing about FOCs, too, is you can always reduce your order. So you can find <laughs> out that, oh, um, that night, this Nightwing is so bad and it's not getting any better. They're changing creators and it's still a piece of garbage. So I don't, I don't want to pull this anymore. Well, they can reduce that, you know, by the, they could reduce night, Nightwing 44 off your, off your pull and not cost them anything. And not, then we, you wouldn't be on the hook to buy something you didn't want. So I hate to use Nightwing as a. No, I, was, I was getting ready to get mad about that. Example, but it has been pretty crappy. Yeah, lately. I, can't, I, I can't argue with. <laughs> um, and of course, if you don't have an, an LCS that participates <laughs> and you want to dabble in the FOC, um, hook up with Eric on Calabunga. A variety of ways: Calabunga with a K. Find him on Facebook or send him an email: orders at calabungacomics.com. And he will hook you up. Maybe not this weekend since he's in CO2E2, but normally. Most of the other time. Most of the time. All Um, right, Drew, anything else after the FOC? I think that'll do it. All right, Drew, let's head over to previewsworld.com. We're going to click on new releases, and we're going to see what's coming out in your local comic book shops. April 11th, 2018. I'm going to click the table view. And Drew, let's start where we always like to start. With a boom. <laughs> Always for two weeks. Yeah. Got uh, Dodge City number two. This, of course, is the fantastic dodgeball manga-ish type of book that's out uh, that I like. The first issue a lot of. And, so you, uh, you so far in the in the last six months, you have dabbled in a fencing book. Yes. A dodgeball book. Yes. And a roller derby book. Yes. Is that weird? Right, it's very weird. Right, I know. I, I don't get it. Nothing wrong with it. Just seems obscure to me. It it, it doesn't seem like my wheelhouse, right? Uh, uh-uh, not at all. Well, I'm a Renaissance man. <laughs> I I branched out and was rewarded for it with a fun little book. Very cool. Now, what do we think about RoboCop Citizens Arrest Number One? It's a Brian Wood writ- written Brian book. Wood, yeah. So that's kind of good. Of course, there's good Brian Brian Wood and bad Brian Wood. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm a big RoboCop fan. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love the first movie very much. It was great. I probably watched it a hundred times mm-hmm. and, um, I would buy that for a dollar. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, I don't know. This is been a, so many of these that have been so meh. Yeah. They've all been kind of meh. So why would this be any different? And, um, Definitely no spec value on it. Correct. Moving on. Moving on, let's head on on to Dark Horse. I'm going to take a wild guess that there's not much here. Oh, we got a new resident alien. <laughs> Look at the joy in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love resident alien so much. And so we've got a new volume. Uh, this has a subtitle, but they don't have the subtitle listed. I can't remember what it is like. Alien in the City or something like that. I can't. I can't remember what it was called, but um, uh, yeah, it's. I'm glad it's out. That's cool. Um, they do these series of mini series instead of. Um, it's not constant relaunches because they all have a, a different subtitle, but it is. They don't. They would be like on twenty by now if they didn't 
uh, do these series of miniseries with the long six months break, six month breaks between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I, if you consider that cheating or not, but uh, yeah, it, it it's a really good read, fun. Um, I don't I don't think it has any value. The, the first appearance of Resident Alien I think was in one of those anthologies. Do you remember the Dark Horse Presents? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's where the money is. Um, if you have if you pick up those, but otherwise. Um, the, I think that the first Resident Alien really isn't his first first appearance, so it's it's not even worth that much. Gotcha. Hmm, all right, let's head on down and see what DC has for us. Are you liking these um, Batgirl B covers? Because they've been getting some good artists on here. They're pretty fun. The Birds of Prey? Yeah, yeah. I guess, Bat. yeah, I forgot. Bat- Batgirl has the Josh Middleton. Mm-hmm. But this Batgirl's Bird- Birds of Prey B cover is pretty nice, too. Very cool. What's that guy's name? You want to pronounce that one for me? Sure, I'll take a look at that. Carmine Shirahama. Shirahama, okay. Shirahama. Got a really cool cover of uh, Detective... 978 by Raphael Albuquerque. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Strong work. Eternity Girl, you read an answer? No. And we have uh, your boy, James Tinney IV, doing mm-hmm. The Immortal Men with Jim Lee and Scott Williams. Uh, is that a Jim Lee cover? I don't think so. Doesn't look Lee-ish enough. <laughs> So the Immortal Men, uh, let's see, what is this? There is a secret history to the DC universe of heroes who have protected humanity from the shadows since the dawn of time and who can live forever. Enter the Immortal Men. The team, headed by the Immortal Man, uh, has waged a secret war against the House House of Conquest for countless years, but Conquest has dealt a devastating blow. I don't know. I don't want to finish this. I don't want to finish the solicit, so I'm not. I'm not interested in this. Sounds terrible. It doesn't sound great. That's for sure. It doesn't sound great. And you're a Tinian man. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. A Tinian man. My beloved Scooby Apocalypse. I'd like to say the storyline is heating up, but they've been at the same damn mall for like. <laughs> 10 issues so it hasn't really gone very far why am I still reading it I don't know I can't help myself it's a wicked looking boomerang cover on that Suicide Squad B oh that is cool Supergirl 20 art germ cover B last oh. one yep. last art germ oh, so nice Man, just pick it up even if you don't have any of the other ones, just get it. I have holes in my art germ run. Yeah. I'm bummed about it. And, of course, Wonder Woman frizzing on the cover bees of those as well. Always a big fan yeah. of frizzing cover. That's a really nice one, too. Yeah. She did a good and job. Anything else? Do we care about Mad Magazine number one? What is it? <laughs> in the the Mad deck. Magazine? Yeah. Written They're by relaunching? the usual gang of idiots with art by the usual, 
usual gang of idiots. In our first issue since number 550, we serve up a fresh helping of funny for spring. Don't miss it. I don't think I knew that DC owned Mad Magazine. I guess that makes sense. How much is how much do they want for one? Six bucks. Nah. They aren't. I don't know. Do they hold up? They still funny? Like they used to be? Did you even read them when you were a kid? I used to get them from the library. Yeah. I used to think they were funny, but I was very young. All right. I'm going to read us an article from uh, comicbook.com if you'd like. Mad Magazine will be rebooting with a new number one and a new look when it comes to California later this year. DC co-publisher Dan DiDio revealed, whenever this article was written, on his Facebook page, Mad Magazine 550 that's on sale will mark the final issue of the current volume of the magazine, which launched in 1952 before being taken over by DC uh, after EC crumbled in the mid-50s. A new number one will launch in April, likely timed as close to April Fool's Day as possible. Fantastic. I'm going to... I might seek one out. Yep. Just something kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Carson would like that. He might. Very possible. Yeah. Might be too young for him. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got some free comic book days being thrown out here. I don't know why. (laughs) they're, They're for May, right? Why would they? Why are they out here now? Why are they on this list? Do you know? I have no idea. I have no idea either. Uh, another Goosebumps book. I don't know how well the first one was received. Not well, I don't think. We are in Dynamite, right? Yeah. Did I, did I jump? Should I jump something? And we we did not officially announce we were moving to Dynamite, but yeah. let's head on down to Dynamite. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, let's head on down to IDW. Oh, I was in IDW. We were in Dynamite, weren't we? No, I skipped yes. both of them. God, what am I oh, doing? For crying out loud, dude! It's like my first one or something. <laughs> Man, it's depressing when I when I click on the front of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and don't recognize anything about anything. Don't even any turtles on that. No turtles. That Eastman cover is not bad, though. That is nice. I'm surprised you're not getting these. That's classic Eastman. That cover is awesome. I have several classic Eastman. Big fan, but not doing them all. This is Kingdom of the Rats Part 1. This is of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 81. Mm -hmm. Kingdom of the Rats Part 1. New York City is in the ruins after the Triceraton invasion. Various groups jockey for control in the power vacuum. There's one who doesn't care about power, only chaos, the Rat King. Will will the TMNT be able to stop him from doing this? Would be a, this would have been a good jumping on point for me um, to sample, and I should have done it. Because you know, the Rat King's going to affect Splinter. Because he's a rat. Yeah, this look like, dang, dang it. Dang it. This, that would have been a good one to get. Hmm. I recommend the Eastman cover because it's gorgeous. Yeah, I didn't know he was co-scripting these. Now, yep. it's kind of neat. All right, Drew. Anything else? No. Let's go yeah, to my beloved Image. Let's head on down to Image. Drew, you take the first number one in crude number one. I shall. Um, this is Steve Orlando, and uh, with art by Gary Brown. 
uh, Orlando's done some mediocre DC work, um, but I have read the preview pages and and liked what I read. Uh, Gary Brown, of course, had a long run on um, what was that book on Dark Horse that I love so much? Wasn't the Massive? The Massive. Uh-huh. I really loved that. He he was his art was fantastic throughout. Um, so this is one that I'm interested in. I didn't go very heavy on it. But now that I've read the pages, I'm a little more uh, optimistic about what it what it can be. There you go. And I, of course, will take Dead Hands number one. My boy Kyle Higgins, who I really enjoyed his Nightwing run. Not as much his run on the image book Cowl. A little too labor union-y, but I digress. Cold War Relics Part 1. Carter Carlson was a highly decorated operative during the Cold War. But in the fall of 1991, as the Soviet Union collapsed, Carter discovered a secret that not only changed his life, but also threatened the course of history. Now as the mysterious Dead Hand threatens to the end of the world, once again the only thing standing in his way is the relationship between an old spy and a little boy. That came out weird. (laughs) At the second issue of Dry County by Rich Tommaso. And uh, the first issue was great. Um, I think it's going to go, I've heard it's going to go in a, a different direction, but the first issue was like almost like a, uh, a rom com, meet cute type of thing. And it was really fantastic. And uh, now I think it's going to go more um, gangsters and stuff. But uh, if it's as well written as the first issue, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Very cool. Second issue of Gideon Falls as well, the the Jeff Lemire book. Um, I enjoyed the first one. It wasn't as wonderful as as Royal City was or Black um, Black Hammer, um, but it 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 was still really strong. And it's got a uh, a Chang uh, cover B. There you go. Oblivion Song number two by Kirkman. We of course talked about the big numbers on number one. And, and you said that's not even really all the number ones, right? Yeah, whatever Did, that is, they've they they overprinted on purpose because they 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 guaranteed not to go back for a second print, which means they just there's probably at Diamond there are stacks and stacks and stacks. We're not a fan of that practice. No, 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 no. A, we like to cover B's, um, mm-hmm. or or um, second prints. And, and scarcity is key. And scarcity is key. So uh, not a good practice. But. There's not going to be a lot of number two. Two's always the lowest print run. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely make sure you got some of those coming in. Yeah, get one. Make sure you have one of those. And really, I mean, Walking Dead could could uh, fall off a cliff at any point now. We're, it's really getting long in the tooth. been around for a long time. I'm, a little, I'm still loving it, but... Hold your tongue. Yeah, yeah I still love it. Uh, but, you know, this, this could be something special. So, um... Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep getting these. Anything else in image, good sir? No, I don't think so. Let's see what the mighty Marvel has in store. Of course, Avengers been selling like hotcakes, coming out every single week. Yeah, it has been doing really well. Surprised me. Yeah. Got a, a Captain America seven hundred, the the end of that out of time storyline, which was really cool. We had um, we have the new writer for Champions on nineteen. Uh, the last issue of I just read Champions 
18 not that long ago and um wonderful ending uh to mark wade's run put he put all his toys back in the box and uh is passing it on passing the torch i hope jim zub doesn't screw it up because this has been a fun <laughs> this has been a fun comic and uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a chance but man he's on a short leash there you go domino number one drew i jumped in on this gal simone writing greg land good call on the cover yeah david good call. baldian on art i'm i'm sorry um man i really wanted the uh j scott campbell cover but i couldn't do the reach it was just too expensive but um this domino reboot looks pretty interesting and i am i am promising to read the first arc very cool uh exiles number one launches so black bolt ended which was saladin Ahmed's other book he's ending black bolt hopping onto this exiles thing with javier rodriguez and a cover with by david marquez introducing the all-new valkyrie don't blink the exiles are back fan favorite x-man blink once joined a team destined to save not just the earth but the entire multiverse and now her teleporting talents are needed once again. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it a shot because I like Black Bolt so much. Um, but again, uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not really interested in that character, but I wasn't really interested in Black Bolt when I started reading it either. So uh, I'll give him a shot. Thanos 18. This is already out, isn't it? Or just not already? No, I've seen this cover. This is already out. Is this second print? It's it's not labeled a second print, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought it was already out too. Not much else. April eleventh, nope. Uh comes out this week. So at long late last Thanos wins. When there's nothing left to kill, death comes. Get it, because it's just you yeah, got you got to get it. Yep. Is it is it the that's the final issue? I assume, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. True Believers Infinity Gauntlet um, for a buck, get them. These things have moved well. I mean, it's just a dollar. You could probably make two immediately if you want to do, or at least just say you're in that club and have it. Yeah. Uh, minimize blue, red. Ooh, red. Of course, Tom Taylor writing X-Men Red. Hate Machine Part 3. Pretty good. It's been pretty good. This first two was, have been fun. Of course, it's Tom Taylor. What do you expect? Well, this is true. Anything else in the Star Wars realm or Thrawn or anything, Drew? I, I like it. But nothing, nothing I don't right think I don't think there's anything specky in there, but you never know. I've been so wrong so many times. <laughs> we haven't really been on Star Wars, unfortunately. There's not been anything really since uh what's her face? Yeah. Whose name I can't even remember. Afra. Afra was the only real Yeah. Alright, Drew, let's head on to the back half. Let's check and look at our Onis, our black masks, our aftershocks. You were interested in Brothers Dracul and I skipped out on it. Yeah. Tell me why. I like that kind of thing. Cullen Bunn, of course. Cullen Bunn's been doing a heck of a job. He's, he's uh, did the Deadpool run that I ran. He's he's going to be doing uh, Venom coming up. So 
This is, of course, the legend of Vlad the Impaler, who eventually becomes what we currently know as Dracula. Vlad Tepes and all that stuff. Is the stuff of nightmares, the inspiration of the most iconic of monsters, Dracula. Vlad tortured and murdered thousands of victims. But what turned him into such a depraved killer? The truth lies in his teenage years, when Vlad and his brother Radu were held hostage by the Ottoman Empire. So, just kind of an origin story of kind of the man who eventually becomes known as Dracula. That does oh. sound pretty rad. Yeah. I may have missed the boat on that. Yeah. Uh, Red 5 Comics is putting out something called Fractured Mind Number 1, written by James Gillart, with art by David Anton Gamas. Uh, a serial killer known only as the Crippler has been terrorizing a small town, abducting teenage girls who are never heard from again, never until Christy Lawrence escapes from his clutches. Now she's Detective Johnson and Stevenson's only clue to finding the Crippler. But first it means discovering Christie's own dark secrets. Um, I'm, I'm in. I like it. Red 5 does some cool stuff, so I'm, I'm going to check that out. There you go. Hey, there's a Mickey, a Minky Woodcock who, girl who cut handcuffed Houdini issue number four. I thought it was a three-issue miniseries and it had already ended. Hey. Oh, that's weird. I am wrong. I could have swore it was a three-issue miniseries. Man. Guess not. It says four or four. Mm. That's why it ended so abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. There's a second printing of Rick and Morty Presents the Vindicators. Uh, that is the first appearance of Pickle Rick in comics, and um, second second printings probably has some value. I missed the boat on that one. There's Season of the Snake from Titan Comics, written by... Serge Lehman, with art by Jean-Marie Michaud, and a cover by Simon Roy. Um, it's a... Uh, What's that Stanix Press? Statics, yeah, it's a, that's that's another imprint they do. Statics yeah. Press, and um, seems to be more um, fantasy sci-fi stuff. Uh, and the intersection order is key, having connected solar systems to one another through a series of space tunnels. Humans have managed to conquer the universe, but long before humans dominated, there were native species, and after thousands of years, something is waking up. I bet it's a snake. <laughs> okay, Drew, here's where we... Uh, I'm going to read you this. Supermansion number one. Did you read about this? I did not. Okay, so this is based on the Emmy-nominated web-based animated show airing on Crackle. Crackle. Now featured on Adult Swim with the vocal talents of Brian Cranston, Christopher Pine, Keegan-Michael Key, Jillian Bell, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Zeb Wells. Okay. Produced by Seth Green. And? You gonna get it? I'm trying to think... These haven't really done... No. Yeah, might be worth grabbing a flyer on the... Uh, maybe the cover B's the the, t the, uh, the TV show homage one. Okay. Might be something neat there. 
I don't know anything about Rothic Press or Theory of Magic 1, the new printing. No, me neither. Kinda, yeah. It's kind of weird with the kind of launching, what, all four issues or something? Looks like it, yeah. Same day? It's kind of... They're, uh, they're, they're doing issue one, issue two, issue three, and issue five. Oh, well, we don't... Who needs, who needs an issue four? Yeah, that's right. Anything else, Drew? Uh-uh. Oh, Sea of Thieves number two. I'm grabbing that one. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been enjoying playing my Sea of Thieves. Have you? Yeah. Is that... Is it... Not, you said that's co-op, right? Yep. You gotta have four people on a ship. It's just how it works. But they can be anywhere. You can play multi, uh, uh, online, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, do we care about Pink Panther versus the Inspector? Those things don't hit me, think so. I'm I don't think so, no. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask what your pick of the week is. What is your one book that you need to go into your LCS this coming Wednesday as they open and say, I want my copy of... A lot of good candidates this week. I'm going to go with Thanos 18. It, Thanos has been very, very good to me. And uh, I'm going to keep riding that train. There you go. My gut wants to say grab that Mad Magazine number one just because I didn't even know about it. I had to look it up. Um, but I don't, again, I'm just kind of guessing on that kind of thing. So. Yeah, it's a magazine. You never know. Yeah, exactly. A $6 magazine. I don't know what that's standard. I don't know if people will go back. I don't know if, if it being in a diamond order will kickstart it or what. There's... A lot more questions than answers there, unfortunately. Um, I'm saying Domino number one. You're saying Domino number one. Okay. Yep. But while I'm there, I'm also making sure I grab Dead Hand number one and Oblivion Song number two. <laughs> and, and and I think I'm still I'm still in the Marvel. I'm probably going to pick up a, a second printing of... Um, what was the second printing that was up here that was... Thanos, no, uh, not Thanos, but bye, bye, bye. Oh, I lost it. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was in DC. I don't know. Forget it. Um, I'm still going to stick with uh, Thanos 18 <laughs> since I've lost a, <laughs> I've lost the second printing of whatever. You it was. made your pick, so that's all that really matters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to pick up the Brothers Dracul just for a fun, good read in my mind. And the opportunity to spec out on it, just in case. But, of course, there's always that. All right. We want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself through comics originally releasing March 11th, 2018. Of course, Drew's running you down all of our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks, and all that stuff. We want to thank y'all once again and invite you guys to be part of the podcast by sending us any messages or anything on our social medias uh, of course feel free to click a five star review and drop one of those in iTunes or any other podcasting devices you guys use thank you once again so for Drew and for myself see ya <laughs>